Yo! Hey. <laughs> What's happening? What's going on? Um, uh, The auto show just happened, or is happening if you listen to it on Monday. Yeah. You listen to it on Tuesday, it happened. Here's why I'm bringing that up is because the area we're talking about, the auto show happened for the very first time mm-hmm. in this area. Yeah. And today's episode is about motors. Motors, no. cars, <laughs> automobiles, automobiles, and motors. <laughs> Get the show started. If you like this podcast, nope, and, not that part. <laughs> Just go ahead, not, like. If, please like, <laughs> rate, subscribe, listen to this podcast. All right, yeah, seven percent play for shot all over the place. Um, you know what time it is. Yeah, you know what time it is. If if you are a YouTube uh, subscriber, also that's good for you. If you're not a YouTube, <laughs> that's good for you. <laughs> If you are not, go ahead. Go ahead, do what's good for you. Just, subscribe. Yeah, you know, subscribe. 77 Flavors of Chicago. Uh, or 77 Flavors of Chicago. Let's get it. 77 Flavors of Chicago right now. It's Sarah. And it's Dario. And we traveled through all of Chicago's 77 community areas. We shared some great stories and took you to our favorite restaurants. But you know what? There's more Chicago history and food to discover. So join us as we connect you to the greatest city in the world. You know why? Because this is 77 Flavors of Chicago. Somebody going to have to remix this for us. There it is. That's your remix. No, that's not the one I'm looking for. That's not what I was had in my heart. That's not what I had in my heart. Um, uh, someone uh, named Tyler did that. All Tylers are listening to this angry shaking their fist. <laughs> I didn't make be that. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, what's cracking? What's going on? What's going on? You know, I'm y'all. I'm tired as hell. Yeah, I'm tired. If y'all why? don't, why? Uh, I was I was in uh, California, San Diego, Torrey Pines. Yeah, buddy. Golf course uh, out there for the first drive event okay. by Chevrolet. Uh, Chevrolet, Chevrolet flew uh, us out, and uh, I, I, us being uh, black people outside, black people, people outside, they've been on the podcast. They are dope uh, influencer group couple, like Sarah and myself, and they travel all over the yeah, world. They give I mean, you, over, all over the world, all over the country. I mean, they do travel all over the world. They do. They, they really do. Their content is outdoors content within the United States. Yes. So they're it's a really cool page. Yeah. Go check them out. And so Chevrolet reached out to them. To come out there and do some content work, mm-hmm. they reached out to me to help capture that content work. Yeah, buddy. So I was out there, Tory Pines, with them, uh, Chevrolet, the UGC, did the UGC, you know, and um, uh, uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, and I, uh, <laughs> it was the first drive. I got to drive to Chevrolet, um, Colorado, Colorado, and uh, fantastic car. I'm not a big truck person, however, that was very good. It didn't feel like a it didn't feel like a truck. The, yeah. the amenities in that thing are, are just fantastic. Is it called amenities? Yeah. I think it's called features. I mean, like, I think go either way. Features and amenities? What is the definition of amenities? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's like a pool, barbecue spot. Yeah. yeah. Is, are there open flame grills on the rooftop? That Those are amenities. Yeah. Got co-working <laughs> you said, space. You said, you said things that are habits <laughs> of the car. That's a feature. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Anyway, I was out there for that. So why I'm tired... Is because I was on a plane. I had to yeah. get up at, uh, to catch my shuttle at 4.30 a.m. California time just to be back here. We got back here, mm-hmm. and um, 
I got right to editing. Then we went out and yeah. we we did the podcast. So we I did this literally. This is wild. This is eleventh hour. I had a nice plane ride. I had two uh uh two good rides to and from, and it's yeah. very rare. I talked about this. Uh, I had sisters uh that sat that that were sitting in between me. Uh, mm. I mean that that I'd sat in between mm-hmm. anyway. Okay. Uh, All right, look at you. <laughs> now the story changed. Average age was 70, <laughs> 70 years old. Uh, it's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I was sitting next to them. They were sisters. The funny part about that. They're very talkative. They didn't want to sit next to each other. When I got when I <laughs> when I finally arrived on the plane, they were like, "Oh, good." I was like, "What's going on here?" And they were like, "We just didn't want uh, to sit next to each other." So <laughs> they didn't. They I had the middle seat anyway, and they were just like, "Oh yeah. God, thank, I didn't even want to look at her." At, no. Yeah, they were very they were very nice. Yeah. And then I forgot one was Nancy, uh, and the other one I forgot the other one, uh, but they were just visiting. Nice. Uh, then on the way back, had another dope uh, uh, another dope person that I sat next to, uh, Jess. I give them shout outs to uh, all the people here that I that mm. I talked to. Um very cool. We 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 talked and uh she does not like this cold weather. One <laughs> probably wanted to stay over there but uh very dope. Very very, very yeah. dope as I don't come. So now now I'm uh I'm, I'm editing. Yeah. How were you this weekend without me? Uh good. This was the first weekend that I spent uh here by myself. Mm-hmm. Um you and the dog. Me and the dog. And it was weird. Yeah, but you know, it went by quick. It was it was you know forty eight hours. Quick. It, was, quick. it was quick, but yeah. Yeah, but you said fuck it. No. I mean, I didn't, I didn't do anything too fun. I just you just chilled out. I just chilled. I ordered uh, Indian food. Forty dollars, fifty dollars worth. First of all, you don't need to be airing my shit out like no, this. What? <laughs> oh, all the okay. times you can air my chicken nuggets. I got people questioning me about chicken nuggets. You don't need to tell people my big chicken, small chicken, Dario. Because that's you said that. You said that out of your grown ass mouth. You said our chicken nuggets made out of small chickens. Hey, wait, let me. Yeah, I gotta bring up bullshit. Um, you brought it up. No, no, no. <laughs> but you had fun. <laughs> yes, fifty dollars worth of us. That's pretty. Right. That's pretty good. Okay, well, that's pretty good. Um, you ready? You ready to talk about? I am ready. So check it out. I'm really excited about this one. This is a dope one, y'all. Uh, we actually remember a couple of episodes ago. We actually did. Uh, we stumbled across yes. Motorola mm-hmm. during another episode. We promised you that we'd be back. We came back very we soon. We came back. Yeah. Yep. And, and we're telling you all about Motorola. Yeah. Yeah, Motorola's pretty dope. I, this Sarah's going to be kind of like the facilitator of this one. I'm just going to kick it off. What is Motorola? What is a what is a Motorola? Yeah, so Motorola. are you going to tell us? Oh, I was going to tell that part. No, no, go ahead. Do so you. So Motorola. Motorola's, okay, and you probably never really heard of this, even though it's pretty prevalent here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, Motorola is where... Um, Cities across America, mm-hmm. when the car um, became very popular, started being you know manufactured, they had these things called Motorola's in in different communities uh, around the around the cities around uh, America, and a Motorola is literally just a row of showcases, buildings that showcase the cars. Yeah, and that's all it is. So if you think we don't have that a lot around here, we have we call them sh- car malls now. Yeah, yeah and that's kind of like the thing. It's well, like a car on, mall on Clark. There's a few showrooms. Yeah, there's that, a Honda. Those are that's still Astro like a car mall. mall. Like this is think y'all blocks of car just up and down the street. That's right. that's what it is. So that's the difference, right? Yeah. Motor yeah. Row. Um, and Chicago's Motor Row was founded in 1905. And, you know, I, I learned, Sarah taught me this one. Uh, this is considered the largest intact motor colony mm-hmm. 
in the United States, maybe the world. Um, yeah. And just to just give some context, it, there were 116 different makes um, makes of uh, auto cars. Auto cars. <laughs> boy, your boy is. A, I'm down bad. Mm. Uh, makes of cars uh, that were sold on Motorola, sold and repaired on Motorola. Right, so right. Um, pretty, yeah. pretty dope. And and it, what's really cool about it? So the um, the the way that the masonry of the buildings the front of the buildings is called a uh, street wall and um yeah they kind of like create this like wall of cool buildings down mm-hmm. the street down mm-hmm. in uh, michigan it's cool because they're all uneven like so if you right you, they're you, different shapes yeah. different sizes uh different styles the architect every arch- every building not every building but a lot of the buildings that we're going to talk about today have be- very famous architects yeah. um and very famous chicago architects very yeah. famous international architects and it was like a it was like a huge thing yeah it was a huge thing and i think the if you this if you go down the block and this now that I was thinking about it, right? Um, because we talk about how the buildings kind of like uneven and you really never pay attention to the building size mm-hmm. unless you're talking about like a historic district yeah. or you talk about something like this. It really when you look at it, they are very different. There's different levels of right. di- like there's no evenness to that block. And yeah. it, when you look at it, you're like, damn, this is a historic place. It's just right. buildings just just that they put up. Yeah. Um I will disclaimer with this episode. We never do it like this, but I would say I would probably encourage you to, if you want to see what we're talking about, mm-hmm. check out the YouTube this time. I agree. Not to just say, hey, go to YouTube, but this one specifically Visual. because visually you yeah. probably want to look and see yeah. what we're doing, you know, because yeah. we're going to list them off yeah. and describe it. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's not going to do too much. You know what I mean? Yep. History would be there, but you probably want to see these. So. Right, right. Yeah. So imagine, imagine this. We're on the, we're going to start from, the 2400 block of South Michigan Avenue, right? And work our way north. Uh, and work our way north. That is just the route that we chose. Um, and it, 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 I kind of thought it would be like a cool juxtaposition, really, because the 2400 block of Michigan Avenue is where the Illinois Automobile Club is hey. located, right on that corner. Mm-hmm. And it was built in 1936, but never completed. It was meant to be... Um, uh, like almost like, a, like not almost, but it was definitely meant to be like a social club for the wealthy car owners to uh, commune, really. Yeah. And uh, so, like a like a literal club, a literal social club, yeah. And for in, the car owners, right? For the car that's, owners, that's, that's not not the car manufacturers, I know, yeah, but the, you know the, the wealthy the, the wealthy car people that, that enjoyed. That's cars. a different. I guess it's just a golf club now. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, there's, there's still there's still auto clubs. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, you get there's the the uh, Corvette, mm-hmm. you know, your mm-hmm. auto club, you know, ex- yeah. Harley Davidson is right. huge auto club. Right. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it's it, they still exist, but this specific one was just never completed. It was meant to take up the entire block, and uh, even the clock tower was supposed to be about ten stories high, but it was it's not. It's like two two to three stories high, um, and it, the reason it wasn't completed was because of the eventual downfall of Motorola, which we'll talk about. Towards the end of this episode, yeah. but I thought starting there would be kind of like an interesting point that they like decided to build this huge thing, and then it ended, and so we're gonna walk our way up from there. We're gonna walk our way up. You know, I'm I'm for the other audio portion of this. I'm gonna stay right here and start also right here because mm-hmm. in that same building, the uh, auto club mm-hmm. was the Chicago Defender, right? And and that's significant because yeah. the Chicago Defender. And I'll tell you in a second, 
that was obviously significant. We talked about this several times on the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, we had a few Bronzeville episodes, and the, the uh, Chicago Defender is primarily known for being mm-hmm. in Bronzeville. Right. Actually has a landmark plaque right there. Yep. Now, it was here in this building, and kind of the significance uh, of, of that being there is around this time, right, you know, when, you know, 1905, 1906, you know, the automobile, automobile is, is getting built. And yeah. cars around America, the green book is something that's important, mm-hmm. right? Now, think about this, right? Black people were just starting to come up during the Great Migration right, right around 1910, right? Mm-hmm. right? Right around 1910. So that means they were in this area, you know, they had space in this area right around that time. Yeah. And to give you some context with that, Abbott Costello, uh, the owner of the Chicago Defender, he wrote an article that uh, kind of encouraged, and it was it was kind of called I forgot what it was. Yeah, the like the Great Movement or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what he called it, right? The article and and telling encouraging people to get out yeah. of the South yeah. and avoid Jim Crow laws, right? Uh, black people, so come up, right? That started in 19, 19, uh, 11, I want to say. Um, however, his, he he did he did that. The cool thing is about that how it mm-hmm. spread because I don't think we've ever said how it actually spread. Right. Um, that article was given to the Pullman Porters, mm-hmm. the Pullman Porters, y'all. Mm-hmm. And as it was given to the Pullman Porters, they kind of rode around on the trains, you know, because they were essentially. That's they were free, not essentially free. They were free right. black people that were on the trains, worked mm-hmm. as maids and stewardess and uh, stewards of the train, right? And so they traveled all around the country, right? What better way to spread the news than the Pullman Porters? Yeah. And so the Pullman Porters would take these papers down to the south and wherever they went, and people sure. saw, hey, Chicago is dope. You know, they got the they yeah. got the shopping centers, they got job opportunities. People are free up there. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Clubs, part nightlife, entertainment was booming in Chicago. So that's why people came up here. That's yeah. how people came up here through the Pullman yeah. Porters. I read somewhere. Excuse me. Damn, I haven't done that in a long time. Mm-hmm. Take a shot, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take a shot. Um, if let's refer, let's remind people because I haven't done it oh, in yeah. so long. Uh, we, yeah. we, 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 Running joke, if Dario burps on the podcast, you got to take a shot. <laughs> got to take so. a shot. And it hasn't happened in a very long yeah. time, y'all. A few months ago, you would be plastered. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be fucking tore yeah. up. Um, but I read somewhere that um, that paper, you know, one paper was read by five to six black people. Uh, so when you think about that, two to six yeah, black that's people. that's crazy. That's a lot of people that kind of got mm-hmm. the spread. So, and another thing I just realized, I didn't I didn't know the breakdown of the time frame of when people, you know, how the Great Migration. I know we know that 6.5 million people mm-hmm. moved and we know that Chicago had about 600,000. Yeah. We know that, right? From 1910 to about 1940, only 1.5 million people moved. Now, mm-hmm. I say only because that's still another five million people right. that had to migrate from 1940 to roughly 1970. So think wow. about that. That's a that's a sh- about the same same amount of time. Same amount of time. Years. Thirty years. 
but you had like five times five the amount. Times amount. You know what I mean? Like the of people. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's and and, and the cool thing, and I didn't really I never knew that it was called like a great movement thing. Wow. You know, they, they encourage people. So that's really cool. That's the start of Motorola yeah. at yeah. uh at the, the the bottom up part of Motorola. Right. The bottom part of Motorola. Yeah. And um just just to give you an idea of what these buildings look like. Uh, of course, like we mentioned, they were built in different different styles. Um and we'll run through some of the the fun facts about them, but really they were meant to mimic the mansions of the people that lived in that area, mm. mostly on Prairie Avenue. And we'll do another entire episode we'll on that to. area. But um, people like Marshall Field lived there, uh, George Pullman lived there, really wealthy people, but mm-hmm. like movers and takers in the city. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so it made sense that Motoro was placed there mm-hmm. because and so when you when you see a lot of those buildings you see that it, it kind of looks like the homes of the neighborhood yeah kind of yeah. um the, uh. the mansions not homes i'm so sorry yeah 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 right <laughs> don't don't disrespect there are people mansions, like that. <laughs> not homes so um one of one of our favorite buildings on the street was the uh, it's on 2301 through 2313 mm-hmm. that is the cadillac saxon and um, cow, cow's showroom. Yeah. And one of the cool things about Motoro is if you had a corner showroom, mm-hmm. that is a prime spot. Yeah, you ball. Right? Yeah. Uh, these showrooms were built between 1911 and 1915. And what's cool about them is um, the architects that built those, the Cows and Saxon buildings also built Soldier Field and mm. City Hall, mm. which is... Which is like such a cool Yeah. That's <laughs> something that you just wouldn't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that like that's cool. Like so right. and, and just to give you all context as to where we are near Southside and we're like literally west of the McCormick place. Right, right. And which is McCormick Place is just south yep. of like literally in the same damn park yeah. parking lot as a uh, soldier field. You can right. see it on the green line as you come through. Yeah. So and dope. That's, that's what we took down. We took the green yeah, line down green. to McCormick Place. Um, but yeah, and I, I just, I just love, I love the uh, the idea that all these buildings and a lot of these buildings have the the markings of the name mm-hmm. of the the brand that manufactured the cars on the stone wall, um, because obviously there were like no banners, no signs and no like neon signs or anything like that. So that's a way to like make your brand last forever. Yeah. Premier is a very important one. They have three buildings on motor row, two of the same style and one more, a more modern style. Mm-hmm. Premier doesn't exist anymore, right? But they have three buildings and you clearly see, and you can see what they're, Premier. you know, and, and so two things, as you were just talking, I just thought of this. I, we know the outside of the buildings have significance, and sometimes you can see the historical markings. I wonder what is on the inside of these buildings. So I, I can actually tell you what's on the inside oh, of some of these yeah. buildings. Um, the inside of these buildings were mostly large, spacious, open showrooms. Um, different different um, manufacturers chose to have the insides look different, but the ones that were two floors mostly had a bottom showroom and then you would travel like you would take this like grand staircase upstairs mm-hmm. and that's where you would like sign your contract put out your car it's really like where you did your shopping but really what they the, what they the message they were trying to do was that the car would take you anywhere so like when you stepped in the showroom it didn't look like you were in chicago they would have like palm trees and like just really cool things that that's you crazy. Y- you wouldn't see i wonder if any like carvings or markings are on the buildings they, 
inside. They like, are. Damn, um, we need to try to go in somewhere. I know. You, you would have to. Some of them are, are, you know, closed and available for lease. Some of them are actual landmarks. Some of them are currently occupied. Okay. Um, That's just my thought. Yeah. No, but the, yeah, that would be that would be really cool. One of them is the um, the next one on twenty two thirty two South Michigan is the Marmon Car Company, which was built in nineteen twenty two. So kind of like you know, fifteen years into or ten twenty years into the founding of Motor Row. Uh, but you can clearly see the name, yeah, right in the facade of the twice, mm-hmm. twice. There's one a very ornate green and gold type of. Uh, Right, right at the archway, yeah. the threshold of the building, and then if you right above it, up towards the top roof, you can't miss it. It's, you can't miss like, and these are things that are missed. Yeah. We've been down this street so many times. I know. You know what I mean? Like, I've I never know. even known that. They, you know, one thing. I'm sidebar again. Yeah. That I'm kind of disappointed. I, I didn't even realize those pillars that say Motor Row. I know. There's two big pillars, kind of like the ones in Bronzeville. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and like the archway over the uh, sidewalk in Old Town. Yep. That say Motorola. Motorola. Like, and yeah. then there's three different signs. I know. On, on Long Michigan Avenue. How do we not miss? Oh my goodness. How do we not see this? I mean, I know. Sorry. It's crazy. Uh, and then right next to the Marmon Car Company on 2222 South Michigan is the Hudson Motor Company, which was the first to be built in the Spanish Baroque style. Yeah. Um, it, unfortunately, it's being not unfortunately, but it's being renovated, so we couldn't see the building. Uh, but it's it's also really cool. It one. look they if you get up on the building, you can see what's coming soon. You know the renovation that they're yeah. planning on doing looks fantastic. It, it, does. it, it looks. I mean, they got little columns mm-hmm. that are going to be all the way up. To, man, that yeah. just that's going to be yeah. That's gonna and be I fire. think it's going to be open to the public. It looked like it was looked like be a like a hall yeah like sort. a common space yeah yeah that's yeah. what it looked like. Um, next is on 2000 South Michigan is Loco Locomobile Locomobile Motor Company, which was built in 1909. And actually, Locomobile made the first American car to win the Vanderbilt Cup. Hey, 1906. 1906. Two years later. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, two years later, because of the World Series. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so th- this was actually a car that was a favorite of... Um, William Wrigley. It, William uh, Wrigley. Among many other people. but George Pullman is one George of those. George Pullman was one of those. Um, and the cost of the Model 48 at the time was $7,000, which is like well over a million dollars today. That's out of control. You, the most expensive car right now, I think, is $13 million or maybe twenty three. dollars insane. Yeah. So, so just imagine like a car like that back in the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that... A seven thousand dollar car, yeah, you, you had imagine? to be going great. Yeah, you yeah. had to be balling. You had to be balling. I mean, well, William po- Carnegie yeah. drove that car. Yeah, yeah, like- Pullman, Pullman, <laughs> Vanderbilt. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> John, per- uh, John Pershing. Yeah, like all the, all those people. Yeah. Um, and then what's really cool is the church right across the street from that. So they also have a corner a corner building that's pretty large. I think it's like three or four stories mm-hmm. right across the street. They got a big one. Mm-hmm. Right across the street is um, the church that Pullman and Marshall Field used to go to. Yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah. Like it's also fun fact about that. That is uh, Chicago's second oldest. Um, uh, is it Presbyterian? Yeah, church? I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a second Presbyterian Presbyterian it, church. It was like eighteen thirty four. I think so. Yeah, yeah it was uh, landmarked uh, in two thousand thirteen. That's crazy. But second oldest church in uh, it, yeah one of those churches. And also we say now again, Sarah's right. Y'all think about. 
where we are. We we have to talk about Prairie Avenue at some point. Yeah. Right. Uh, soon. <laughs> you know, soon mm-hmm. because that we're in that neighborhood. This is like where they would go to shop and hang out. Right, you know right, what I mean? Like yeah. this. Is, so this is why they, they really church. made this area. Yeah, right. I mean, in Pullman, we know that dude was he all was the way far pulling, south. Huh? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, he was. He was doing. He wasn't paying either. How <laughs> 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 the rich stay rich? No. Yeah. Um. Real. Uh. But yeah, we they are lit. We're literally like a block to the west of yeah, where they literally. live. Literally. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a block west. Yeah. You know of of all this. Yeah. So. Uh, and then the next building, which is 1925 South Michigan, that one is a great example of um, buildings that were built to match the neighborhood. It has a green top. It literally looks like a mansion on top. Yeah, it did look like it's, a house. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's built in mansion. that like empire <laughs> style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was the BF Goodrich Company. And yeah. it was built in 1911. BF Goodrich. People was getting tires out there. Yeah. That's what, that had to be one of the repair shops because you don't. That's not a car. That's mm. those are tires. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then next after that is. See, the, you're getting close 14, to. 17. Oh, oh, well, I guess. No, I guess. Yeah. No. 1454, which was Buick. Um, and that was built in 1907. You can see the Buick name. That was dope. That was really cool. Because Buick's still around. Right. Buick's still around. Yeah. <laughs> Buick's still here. Yeah. Uh, and then the final, our final stop on 1444 Y'all, through 14, up. This is the 1446 one. was the Ford showroom. Mm-hmm. That's cold. Uh, the Ford wanna, showroom. You want to tell us why it's cold? Here's why it's cold, y'all. Uh, for one, uh, it was uh, it was the first showroom mm-hmm. to open up uh, on Motor Row. Not surprising that Ford would do it at all. At, uh, Henry at all. was like, "Give me that, yeah, give me that lot." Yeah. Also, also, this was the first Ford store, Ford's first store mm-hmm. outside of Michigan. Yeah, like that's crazy. Right. Chicago was the first place they opened up a. Isn't and sold more in the in their existence. That's yeah. nuts to yeah. me. That Chicago is that damn dope. Mm-hmm. Like like we've been dope for a long time. Literally. Like, could you imagine like if people like me was around, I'd be flexing on everybody. You know what I mean? I mean, you do that now. So. <laughs> right, right, right. Like times ten though. <laughs> like it'd be it'd be yeah. overdrive. Yeah. I'd be like, hmm, you don't have a Ford and locomobile in your city. Literally. They'd be like, me shut your ass up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your ass up. Shut your ass Shut up. Shut your ass. Second city ass. Damn. No. <laughs> That's why y'all burn down though. That's disrespectful. Uh, but but this is but the decline. Like yeah. all this cool shit. Yeah, so we, we got to the beginning. Yeah. Now we're at nineteen oh five. This is the beginning. Tell us how it declined. So here's how it declined. Long story short, the the, the Great Depression that, yeah. that kicked everybody's ass, right? Mm-hmm. That was like a trickle effect because that means all the the money in that area just left you know yeah. the people in that area just left because you know nobody's buying these cars we can't afford this shit we've been horse and buggy for a long time we can go back to that you know what i mean like mm. so that's kind of like the thought process but this area again more context was like chicago's gold coast and if you are not familiar with chicago gold coast uh those that don't live here that is like a that's the bougie part of yeah, town, right? Yeah. That's the that's the bougie it's part expensive. of town. It's yeah. like four thousand dollars for a two bedroom. Yeah, you know it's ridiculous, right? Uh, this was that Prairie Avenue was that yeah. before. So the South Side was lit. Not only did you have Bronzeville, but a little bit further north on yep. the South Side, you got this right, mm-hmm. which was the Gold Coast. Yeah. All the the who's who of Chicago lived here, right? Right. They left. 
But do you know why they left? Mm. Check this out, y'all. This is another reason why they left. And that's and why the Gold Coast actually became the Gold Coast. Mm. They left because at this time, the Michigan Avenue Bridge was completed. Oh, wow. Yeah. And when the Michigan Avenue Bridge was completed, that's how they got across the river and was like, yo. There's cooler shit over here. There's, <laughs> there's more land up here. Wow. So let's start. Let's everybody start relocating yeah. to the Gold Coast. Yeah. All those Pull me, Marshall, was, pull everybody. Yeah. You go was, uh, Yeah, I was going to say, there's a park over there, and, like, you know, it was it was pretty pretty nice. It yeah. was already pretty nice. So, yeah, as soon as they were able to, they uh, dipped. They dipped out. You know what I mean? Like, and so that's how the yeah. Gold Coast started. Yeah. Uh, and when, you know, obviously World War II. Yeah, yeah. So now, it was just, it was just a... There's uh, one more thing on uh, that we want to talk about. There's a bunch of stuff on Motorola, yeah. but there's another thing yeah. that's really dope. Honestly, Motorola has some really, really cool history. There's a, a shit ton. Like you could do, you could do history on each one of these segments a by while. itself. Like yeah. you could do just on the on the uh, car, uh, just on the churches. There's so much stuff, but this yep. specific one is one of my favorites that we discover. We've did not did, did not we I did not discover yeah, it. Right, right. We learned about yeah. um, while we were walking around, and it is Chess Records, yeah, or Chess Chess Production Company. So let me tell you a little bit. 1950, two Polish brothers opened up. Chess I thought they were Records. Jewish. Nope. They're, well, they're Polish Jewish. Oh, Polish. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Um. So basically, what what happened is, uh, Leonard and Phil, mm-hmm. their last name is Chess. Uh, they're immigrants from Poland and they liked working together. They started out in a bunch of, they did a bunch of different things. They had a liquor store and then at one point they opened a club in 1946. It became pretty popular. And um, while the great, you know, this was the height of the great migration and they started seeing this like new style of music that they hadn't heard before mm-hmm. that black people would play. Mm-hmm. And, enjoy and dance to and you know all that and that was that was the blues they said, let's monetize this <laughs> well <laughs> they, they wanted they wanted to to go into kind of like the record um the record field mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. uh production and so they they met the um evelyn who was, who was the who was the owner <laughs> of aristocrat records mm. right and um they became very, very good friends. She introduced them to Muddy Waters. And, I mean, it, Muddy Waters is credited with a lot of the success of Chess Records. Right. Because um, he, not only did he, was he at the forefront of a lot of things that I'm about to mention, but really, the, I mean, he released some of his most popular music through Chess Records. But anyway, so they bought Aristocrat Records from Evelyn and they turned it into Chess Records. Yep. And um, they... They took the shift from like the acoustic country blues to the electric blues in 1948, mm. and that was really with uh, Muddy Waters' first. He released his first chess single, which right. was the Rolling Stone in 1950. Okay, right, um, and then <laughs> brain fart. Yeah. A little bit. Um, no, no, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember the the correct. Because because once Muddy Waters started doing the electric blues, he started to perform with a band, which was really the first time that anyone had gone on stage with like a complete band, and that was like the beginning of a rock band. Mm. Really, before that, that didn't exist. He even had a harmonica player, um, which then went on to release the Juke, which was yeah. a really cool part of the story. Um, but yeah, 
That was that was pretty dope. That's what, so. Also, <laughs> there's uh, so much to their history. There's yeah. so much to their story. Rolling so, Stones. Rolling made, Stones. They made a. Uh, they recorded one of their songs, uh, definitely inspired by this building yeah. called Twenty One Twenty South Michigan Avenue, yep. as paying homage to you know what's happening here. Yeah, you, you know, know the, the, they named themselves after Muddy Waters' song. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! The Rolling Stone. Um, Rolling Stones. Wow. I know. Wow. And Southside was lit, man. You know? God, dog. This, you know? The Southside was just too lit. Like, yeah. anyway, we talked about this. But yeah, little, little Walter was the uh, guy that released the song. He he kind of convinced Muddy to let him uh, record after a, sesh, a recording session, and he just recorded a harmonica portion, and then they released it, as, and that was the juke, and people... Loved it. People was like, yo, what is this? Why am I bobbing and dancing like that? Like, this is crazy. I know. Bounce and break your back. Literally. Bounce and break your back. And then in uh, 1969, they wanted to go into the TV production, so they sold uh, Chess Records for $6.5 million. But unfortunately... Imagine imagine that on Motorola. Yeah. Anything you want. Literally. But unfortunately, (laughs) Leonardo passed away in in October of 1969, so Mm. they could not... Mm. Go into that business because Phil was by himself, but um, yeah, I mean, there's so much to their to, there's so much to their story, and BBC did a great documentary about on them with uh, Leonard's son was in it. So, um, you fun know, fact: you uh, Universal Music Group now owns. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah now mm-hmm. owns Chess Records. They went through. We won't go into it, but they went through some different litigation, selling the stuff mm-hmm. and like getting it back, and yeah, you know, it's it's a pretty interesting story when you go into great detail yeah. but that's what that building is yeah. last time we stumbled and we kind of were like what is this right and we mentioned muddy waters a lot but there's an whole bunch like of artists. A, a, so many yeah. wonderful electric blues artists that came through and artists in general that yeah. came through chess records i mean they were the blueprint for rock and roll right really they were like the beginning of it so but muddy waters was such a critical part of their come up that you can't really tell their story without right. mentioning him but literally like they went. They went crazy, and that inspired today's food choice. Yeah, buddy. Seventy-seven flavors. Of, talk about it. As soon as we get back, let's go. Hey, welcome back to the uh, food portion of this episode. Yeah, buddy. Um, and we thought. Like Dario mentioned, that we would go to a blues-inspired, yeah, place to eat today. Yeah, and not just any, not just anyone, not just anyone, the, the one, the one, <laughs> the one. Uh, we went to Buddy Guy's Legends. Let's go, and which is 700 South Wabash Avenue, uh, right, right north of Motor Row. Yeah, you literally, just take the bus, it the was, number three bus. If you had, if you get on your local mobile. <laughs> No, and then, and then, right up, get on your Buick. You know, only, only what four minutes car ride. Yeah, I mean, it was it was, a, it was a five minute bus ride. Yeah, so, so like you know. four minutes in in the, in the locomobile. Yeah, you know, yeah. just up Michigan. Just up Michigan. Uh, but yeah, uh, so the the restaurant this place opened. Uh, it wasn't at this location to begin with. They recently moved here, like in 2010, uh, I believe. But before that, they were a different location. But even before that, mm-hmm. um, they there was a, a buddies started a um, a jazz club on the south side that was super popular. And yeah. then he moved away from that and started his um, and, his own place. And for those of you that 
are like, yo, we've been a week. Well, of course, we love Buddy. Man, y'all already know this is like a legendary spot. Yeah, yeah. You already know that, right? Um, but if you're not from Chicago mm-hmm. and you're looking for a place to go, blues, music, seven nights a week. Seven nights a week and, and let me tell you, they have different things in there, such as the Grammys that he's right. won, the right. guitars from other people that mm-hmm. have performed there. Yep. We we and I'm talking pictures. pictures. I don't know if you saw the bar, but the bar is full of pictures. Yes. Um, yes, I saw. And it's 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 like honestly, you said it. It's like a museum. It is. Yeah. It's a museum. It's, it's meant to be like a mini museum for yeah. Buddy. It's it's so so cool. So the, very cool. The space is large too. Yeah. Um, so you know you don't feel like you're too crowded or anything like that, and it, it, it was just wonderful. And you know what else was wonderful? The food. Yeah, but the food was. When I tell you this, this was top. I I don't. It's it's. I don't know if this is gonna take my Chicago card or mm. not. But I that was my first time in Buddy Guys. Yeah. I've known about it. I hadn't been. I haven't been to Buddy Guys. This is my first time. I knew all about it. I knew what yeah. they do. Yep. Yeah. But never been there. And the food? It was good. It was good. We started off with the uh, catfish tenders. Lord have mercy. That came over a bed of fries. You know, they have those fries that are like so airy on the inside and crunchy on the outside. I don't know how to, if that's a good description yeah, of them, but they were pretty good. Uh, but tell us about the catfish tenders. Let me tell you. First of all, catfish is fire, period. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. But the way this was, breaded. To like perfection, no yep. bones, no yep. bones. That's that's the thing with catfish. Catfish, boy, you got to watch out for them bones. Or your yeah, but this be, was a, you know. Yeah, it was, it was, but still, you know, like you, st- you still got to eat catfish with caution. Mm-hmm. But this perfect breading, the flavor, the seasoning, yeah. everything was just immaculate. Like the tartar sauce that yeah, it came with. The tartar with. sauce was really good. No, it no. wasn't regular tartar sauce. Right. It was like seasoned tartar sauce. Yeah, right. What what the hell are they doing with it? Like mm-hmm. like that tartar sauce was just different, y'all. Yeah, like it was. like normally tartar sauce is like, okay, it's a good mix and it's kind of kind of bland if you're yeah. being honest. It's just a good compliment. This this could have this could have stood solo. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like this like You mean you would eat tartar sauce with a spoon? I mean, not when you say it like that. No, hell no. <laughs> but so, but it was. So I, guess, I guess what I'm saying is it was good enough to. to what would I do? Maybe it couldn't go solo. But like you know what I'm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was. Yeah. It was very good. Like I say, everything I eat is, is a vessel for a sauce. Yeah, and that that's a that's a hell of a sauce right yeah. there. You could. You know what? You probably throw a little bit of hot sauce in it ooh, too. Okay, that would have ooh set it mm, off. Mm. Look at. Show the dance. <laughs> um, but, um, but it was good. It yeah. was very good. The next thing we had was the jambalaya, which is Buddy's oh, Choice God. jambalaya. Um, oh, it, here's my thing. It was really good, but oh, I do God. have two critiques. What's up? The, the, One, the, the, the rice was cold. The rice was cold? Oh, I, don't even, I didn't even know. I was eat, scooping it eating. And two, it was too tomatoey. I I don't have those same critiques. <laughs> I don't. That's fine. That's just my. You're opinion. right. We're right. Right. I ain't we no don't right. have to have the same opinion. You, you're right, Mr. Baby Chicken Tender. Wow. Look. Why did I get roasted for, after <laughs> she in her same breath saying you mm. can have the same opinion then just flame my ass? Because <laughs> <laughs> one of us is right and one of us is you. So. No, what? <laughs> this <laughs> y'all <laughs> y'all. Uh, I mean, he <laughs> was going on. Look, well, um, I well, I disagree with my chest out. Then this shit was that to me. It was good. No, no flaws. I've had better. No, I have not. You know what? You've made better. What me? Yeah. No, the, I ain't gonna the take one time like that. that you made it. No, that wasn't better. It was. I was shitting for a week. That was, that what? Was, yeah. No, you weren't. It, 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 it was. I mean, I wasn't. I, I was. I was too. It was. 
I did. I went too crazy with the chili powder. But you know what I did love? <laughs> what? Is the burger. Yeah, what? So the Buddy's Black and Blue Burger. Mm-hmm. And it is flame broiled patty uh, cooked with a spicy black and seasoning topped with blue cheese crumbles, lettuce, tomato, and pickle. Okay. Yeah. So, so I know I would normally do blue cheese like any time in any situation. Yeah. But this was good. It was really good. It was it was very good. I yeah. mean, I mean, the burger. It wasn't too much blue cheese that it was overpowering. Right. It was way more meat than blue cheese. Yes. And and um. That's what she said. Uh, the <laughs> what is the blue cheese in this scenario? You say way more meat. Uh, oh. and, and, <laughs> And, that's uh, where it ends. That's where it Wait, ends. Me. That's, yeah, that's, that's what she said. Yeah, that's where it ends. But no, the, it, and uh, the way they made it, it was like the blue cheese was centralized. So it yeah. wasn't like the blue cheese was just falling off. Right, also, right. You, it wasn't too much. It was like everybody had some blue cheese in yeah. it. You know what I mean? You yeah. had more bite per bite as you get to, close yeah. to the middle. But it was... That was good. Yeah, little ketchup on there is all you need. Right, I, there was. I would say there was no sauce on the burger. There was no sauce on the burger. You know. Um, but I will say this: for it to that burger was so good for it to be without sauce. Like yeah, I would say, the patty was juicy and it mm-hmm. was seasoned with that blackened sauce that you almost felt like there was a sauce on there. Yeah, but it's really just the pad, the juice from the meat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the seasoning that use that get you every time. That <laughs> the juice from the meat is really what you gotta avoid. Be talking about see you ten months later. Nope, nope no, you not. won't. Also, it's <laughs> anyway, nine. Anyway, but. damn, whatever, whatever, uh, <laughs> damn, whatever. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it was that was that was good. That on. List of burgers you got. It was you, good. You had to talk about it in the conversation. I feel, yeah, but it, yeah. but it was well, very it was good. Worth trying. Yeah. Um. The next thing we had last thing. The, last thing. I'm sorry. We had the red hot and blue chicken sandwich. That chicken sandwich didn't last enough. It did not. It didn't last. Uh, it was uh, battered and fried chicken. It was uh, tossed in buffalo sauce, mm. topped with blue cheese crumbles, lettuce, tomato, and pickle. Yeah. Uh, Buddy loved his blue cheese. He sure did. Buddy loved blue cheese. And and let me tell most you. things have blue cheese on them. Yeah, he got a fetish. Yeah, he got a fetish. Something. Man, I wonder what happened. what happened. But um, <laughs> what happened? I would say I would say it's a large piece of chicken, mm-hmm. and it's not the breading is not too thick. So if you're not a fan of like too much breading, this one would be for you because it's not too much. Um, I yeah, w- I mean I liked it. Yeah, I would say I would. I'm say- not usually a fan of buffalo, if I'm being honest. Yeah. You know what I would say? Uh, anybody that's out here and you are in a relationship, it's not shareable. Um, it because is, like, yeah. it, it's, it's not shareable. It's not. We because tried. We but you ate 75 million percent. No, no. That's not, that's not where I'm going with this. You literally 80% of it. <laughs> well, here we go. Airing me out. Like, this is what is going on. <laughs> this is how, what you, I was like, You know why? Because in the beginning, an hour ago, you said I ordered $50 worth of Indian food. You did. Which you didn't need to say that. Okay. Okay. So you ate eighty percent of the fucking sandwich. I mean, you had your, you got your lick back. Talk about the chicken nuggets. <laughs> Two episodes. That's irrelevant. Look at you. She just don't. I, let I you gotta go. hit him with something new. Right. <laughs> anyway, they can't. They need new tea. Anyway, what I was about to <laughs> what I was saying was <laughs> that sandwich is so good. I did not want to share. Wow, but like, you love me so much. No, I just wow. did it for the bit. No, no, no. Oh, no, wow. no, no, no. <laughs> well, all right. Well, shut this shit down. <laughs> Immediately, no, that I get. I do this, bruh. my bad, bro. My bad, bro. <laughs> wow, this should just be getting worse. And y'all, somebody come get south. this man. Oh, damn. somebody come get him. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Massacre Lord. in this house. Ooh, Lord. It's, asleep. Said, it's asleep. 
No, I don't give a shit. Damn. You said, <laughs> said you love me so much. You said, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> don't, nope. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted now. No, no, that's not what I meant. What do you mean? I meant I'm sleepy. Damn. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Your bro, your boy is. Uh, you, only, you only get like a few hours to use that excuse. Well, shit, I'm about to use them all. I'm about to exhaust that shit. Uh, anyway. <laughs> the anyway food, The food was good It was Atmosphere it was. was good the vi- I would say the vibe I'm not I, If I'm being honest I'm not there for the food I'm there for the vibe The food is really good yeah. But I would go For the for the music I would go for the drinks They have some cocktails But he has his own beer Yeah uh, Called Damn. Buddy Brew I had a headache I couldn't I, I couldn't know. drink I yeah. couldn't I wanted to so bad But yeah. no You had like a thousand milligrams Of ibuprofen in you But um, <laughs> <laughs> It was It's called the Buddy Brew um, I I, I I would go for the, you know, for the experience. Buddy, bro, who naming these things for my boy? I mean, buddy. Buddy? Buddy, <laughs> buddy ain't ass. Talking. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> buddy ain't sitting up there talking about, hey, this is the buddy, bro. Maybe he is. I, I don't mean, know. that's, that's a cool name. You think so? If your name if your name started with a B, your beer would be brew, something brew. What is Dario's Delights? <laughs> All right, I'm going home. What I see you. That? I don't know. Because <laughs> you said, but what would I name mine? My name is Dory. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said if your name started with a B, yours right. would be called. Mine starts with a D. So what would more of mine be? Dory. No, delight. irrelevant. You can't have one. You? Go by your middle name, Lamar. <laughs> oh, hey, Lamar's. Oh my. Lickens. I, <laughs> I know you were gonna say <laughs> that. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I was just about to say. That sounds like ooh, this going this gonna Remember, sound bad. Lamar licking good or yeah. something, some dumb shit like that. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, if you like this episode. Go ahead and send it to someone you like. This is unhinged behavior. Yeah, there, buddy. If you did not like this episode because of the last 15 minutes, that's not fair. We worked really hard on the first part. We did. We did. We, did. we put out all in that Also, uh, this is my first time doing history, so uh, thank you for bearing with me. And send me some nice comments because I'm self-conscious about it. Thank hey. you. Hey, y'all. Have a great week. We'll see you. Oh, wait. Y'all come out to uh, Thursday. Oh, shit. See you. Anyway. Bye, y'all. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed that. Please follow us on all social media at 77flavorsshy. And if you have any ideas and things you want to learn about, please email us at media at 77flavorsshy.com. Yeah, and if you could, also head on over to our YouTube channel, same thing, 77 Flavors Shy, and give us a follow, give us a like, and give us a good rating there. Make some comments. Only Go ahead and subscribe. Like we love y'all. See you next week. <laughs>